I promise that I am in no way trying to draw out this third chapter of E.M. Bounds' book, Purpose and Prayer. There's just so much good stuff here. I'm sure I'll have to curtail things later on. Otherwise, this will be a three- or four-year project to get through all seven small booklets that make up this one large book on prayer. Today, we begin with a quote from Baptist philosopher John Foster. He said this. He made this statement about the need for prayer in our lives. And it really struck home with me. He said this, I am convinced that every man who amidst his serious projects is apprised of his dependence on God as completely as that dependence is a fact will be impelled to pray and anxious to induce his serious friends to pray almost every hour. He will not, without it, promise himself any noble success any more than a mariner would expect to reach a distant coast by having his sails spread in a stagnation of air. The individual who should determine to try the least possible efficacy of prayer might probably find himself becoming a much more prevailing agent in his little sphere. A couple things, and I could have mentioned this sooner, but... Folks of yesteryear really seem to have a way with words that is lacking from the normal social media post on most of our Facebook feeds. But in all seriousness, the thought that jumped out of this to me immediately was the idea of serious friends inducing your serious friends to pray. In all seriousness, when was the last time that you begged of your family, of your friends, of those that you knew to be prayer warriors, that you asked them to pray. Is it true that our friends, and I please, I, I don't mean to put down any friendship groups. I don't mean to put down my friends either. But as I look at those that I am friends with, who among them would I count serious in this matter of prayer? more convicting, who in my friend group would consider me a serious partaker of the practice of prayer? Ouch, right? Hmm. Would I be asked to pray if someone's life was on the line? If things were really dire? Got to think about that. E.M. Bounds continued, If more or all the disciples of Christianity were to pray with an earnest and unalterable resolution in order that heaven should not withhold anything that the most persistent prayer could obtain, it would be a sign that a revolution of the world was at hand. Parenthetically here, it does feel like there's a revolution of the world, doesn't it? Except it's not one of prayer. It's not one of spirituality. Hmm. A man named Edward Payson said of Foster's statement about a revolution of the world, said this, Probably very few missionaries, since the apostles, have tried the experiment, meaning have tried to actually pray with that sort of passion. He continues, He who shall make the first trial will, I believe, affect wonders. Payson goes on to say this, and we'll conclude with this 
long quote. Religion consists very much in giving God the place in our views and feelings that he actually fills in the universe. We know that in the universe, he is all in all. Therefore, so far as he is constantly all in all to us, so far as we comply with the psalmist's charge to his soul, my soul, wait thou only upon the Lord, found in Psalm 62, 5. So far, I understand, have we advanced toward perfection. It is comparatively easy to wait upon God, but to wait upon him only, to feel, so far as our strength, happiness, and usefulness are concerned, as if all creatures and second causes were annihilated and we were alone in the universe with God, is, I suspect, a difficult and rare attainment. At least, I am sure it is one that I am very far from having made. In proportion, as we make this attainment, we will find everything easy. Meaning, if we actually accomplish this, for we will become emphatically men of prayer. And we may say of prayer, as Solomon says of money in Ecclesiastes 10.19, that it answereth all things. Now, I don't know Edward Payson. I don't know John Foster. But I do know that their words, some 150, 120 years after they wrote them, are convicting to me. I pray that this podcast, these short few moments, are a blessing to you, five, six, seven minutes at a time, that it draws us closer to an attitude of prayer. God bless. Have a great day for his glory.